What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Critics Corner podcast. William Locke alongside the usual uh, Armand and Luis. And today we have another special guest joining us, uh, Josh Klein, good friend of ours from back in the OG middle school days, the high school days, graduate of Indiana University, avid Atlanta sports fan as well. I'm just going to start out asking you, Josh, how are you feeling about that? Another blown loss or blown lead yesterday. Um, I mean, I know you're texting in the group chat saying you want them to blow it up, but just as an Atlanta sports fan, how has the past six months been and overall thoughts on the game yesterday as well? Well, first of all, thanks. Thank you guys for uh, having me on. And uh, I wish you hadn't given that qualifier of being an Atlanta sports fan, because that's kind of a, a bad tag to have nowadays, just considering it's cursed. No one really wants you around. And I kind of just assume that that follows me to all my other sports teams as well. I mean, Indiana football, Indiana basketball, a lot of really bad, uh, bad things, a lot of bad luck happening. But uh, in terms of the Falcons, I mean, what else is there really more to say? I mean, the, pa- the past few months, I mean, you can only be let down so much. And I always try to say, like, if you have zero expectations, then you'll never be let down and you'll, then you'll be pleasantly surprised by everything. But uh, there's been no pleasant surprises this year. Everything has been unpleasant, even when your best player can't even go out there and crack 100 yards over four times over the season, or he's always hurt in Julio Jones. Or, you know, you do have your bright spots in Calvin Ridley, but he's only accumulating these stats when they're playing from behind. And Matt Ryan can't even evade the pocket and the decision-making. I think this was the fifth lead blown from a a double digit lead they're up 17 nothing at halftime and you know ever since Raheem Morris has taken over there has been steady improvement with the defense I think they're the third best rush defense in the NFL right now they're only allowing like 77 rushing yards a game and they did that uh yesterday well also but really the only reason that they have such good run games because you can pass on them as much as you want I mean they are constantly missing and wishing on draft picks the uh, the seat, not this past draft, but the draft before they reached on offensive linemen, uh, in, uh, not Caleb McGarry, but, uh, the, the guard, uh, uh, Lindstrom. And then they traded back into the first round for Caleb McGarry, who had a pre-existing heart condition that they knew about. And they gave up a bunch of assets to go and get him. And he's been a total bust and a locker room cancer and can't really talk to anybody and they've just been an absolute disaster I I I am giving up hope uh I mean they can't really move past what happened in the Super Bowl the 28 to 3 and you know every time you turn on a national televised NFL game they somehow managed to mention the Falcons blowing a 28 to 3 lead against the Patriots even when the Patriots aren't involved the Falcons aren't involved or Tom Brady isn't involved they still somehow manage to mention that anytime a team has lead oh well we know it's not safe because you know what happened in the super bowl with the falcons and the patriots you could be a saints fan you could see minnesota miracle like i have to live through christmas day listening to minnesota miracle and last year's opi no call yeah we got that that friday christmas day game saints vikings and you know there's going to be pre-game all they're going to talk about is the minnesota miracle during the game I'm sure Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are on that one. I mean, you'd set the over-under at probably three and a half times mentioning that game. But Luis, another tor- kind of tortured sports fan, being a Saints fan, I mean, you, you do have that Super Bowl in there. Um, but ever since then, it's just been year after year choking in the playoffs. And yet again, the Saints let you down yesterday, losing to uh, the Chiefs. Um, and I know you have some thoughts about Tyreek Hill. 
but I, I, I just want to know what are your feelings with them at that quarterback position? Cause for me, I don't know about you guys, but you know, my, my, my contenders and my, my Super Bowl you know, potential champions, I kind of usually like them to have, you know, some stability at the quarterback position. And right now the Saints have nothing uh, going on there. So Luis, we'll bring you in today. I want your thoughts on Saints quarterback position and overall thoughts on the team right now coming off that Chiefs fat L yesterday. I mean, I, I, everybody like, bro, everybody's going to like be like, oh my God, Patrick Mahomes played a great game. But like in reality, you know, we played a pretty good game. We lost by three. We were down Michael Thomas, who is pretty much Drew Brees' safety blanket. Like that's his like, his like baby bottle. You know, he needs Michael Thomas. Um, he just got back after not playing for about a month and a half of football. And our defense did a pretty good job with our front four. Like I was, I've been talking to people that had been hitting me up and they're like, Hey, like y'all lost. And I'm like, yeah, but go look at how much pressure we created with our front four without having to bring heat a and B we lost by three. If we have Michael Thomas yesterday, it's a whole different game. And I mean, so yeah, you're just happy with the cover, or I think it was like, like, Go look at the time of possession. Our defense was out there for 92 plays. Like, our defense was balling, but, like, when you're out there for 92 plays and you, you're a Bears fan, you know that. Like, your defense can be so good and can hold up for so long that at the end of the day, like, it's it's going to break at one point. You know, it's not going to be able to withstand being on the field for 40 minutes. Because no. if you look at time of possession, exactly. it was on the our defense was on there for 40 to 42 minutes of the game yesterday. And, I mean – Hey, we lost, but I mean that's our defense balled out. You know, as as a fan, I feel like, yo, this is like really good. Like if we ever see a team, like if we see the Chiefs again, I feel really good if we're fully healthy. If we have Michael Thomas healthy, we'll be we'll be ready to go. And I mean right, Re- now, right now I'll say that the, the Saints are lined up to play, I believe, Arizona in the first round. Whatever that line is, I'm hammering Arizona. I'll just start I'll just leave with that right there. Don't don't, don't even remind me because like I saw, I, like, I, I, mean, I was expecting, Josh, I, I should have texted you this weekend. I was expecting us to blow, lose a Falcons game because we have an annual Atlanta loss. And I was talking to my boys back. I have a boy who's a big Atlanta fan back at school, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to lose one of these games at the Falcons. And we didn't lose one, and then we played the Eagles. And, I mean, it's hard. We, we called that that Sunday after the, the Falcons game. We were saying that's the Eagles game is such a Saints game to lose, and sure enough. Because, first off, you're playing – a quarterback with no film and he's the first running quarterback that we faced all year so thank god we got that out of the way because if we had to go play kyler murray or russell wilson first round in the playoffs you might as well write us our death sentence wait Luis, you guys didn't play the bills no we we don't we don't play the bills this year no sir and I, mean, I, 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 I think I got to say, I think you're acting a little bit too comfortable with with breeze under center right now i mean i know he's coming back from like I think the human body has like 27 ribs. I don't know, maybe Armandi. I don't know if you know that exactly, but he had 11 broken ribs. Like, I know that's going to take some time to just get used to, but I mean, to get back to playing shape and, and having that feel of the game. But I always call him noodle arm because he cannot throw the ball down the field. He did have one uh, nice looking down the field pass to Emmanuel Sanders with no one around him. But, you know, when you put Breeze in there, your playbook shrinks almost under Sean Payton's new scheme. I mean, like without Michael Thomas in there, like you say, he doesn't have a security blanket. Michael Thomas is on, is on IR 
And like they did try to get the ball to Kamara through the air, which has been successful. That's pretty much been their bread and butter through the entire off the, through the entire season. But I, if I were you, I would uh, be close to the panic button yep. with I'm Breeze out. under center. I'm going to bring in Armand real quick uh, before we get into the main point. The main, I guess uh, subject of our, our of the podcast today, but Armand. Quickly, I know you're a big Bengals fan, big, 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 big time Bengals fan. Uh, over under Bengals, 10 and a half points tonight against Pittsburgh. I'm smashing the under. Under. I, I'm hey. smashing it. I, we do have Mr. Props on today. The Bengals have a really bright future. I think Joe Burrow, I, I still think – he didn't have the best rookie season of any quarterback. Justin Herbert did, and he's going to win rookie of the year, but offensive rookie of the year. But I think Joe Burrow, if I had to do this draft over again, I still would take him at number one because of what I've seen, yeah. of his intangibles, his leadership. He is an injury prone. Uh, he's not injury prone. It's just that old line. I mean, it was bound to happen. We all saw that coming. Yeah. He has the worst offensive line in the league. The O-line's not going to improve for the next couple years. So, <laughs> for the time being, in his within his team, he's going to be an injury-prone guy. Honestly, Maybe, I mean – Carr Jr., baby. We're going to have David Carr Jr. Hey, you could be worse. You could be a Bears fan and you have Trubisky. And I know. Trubisky. This man's actually starting to play well and, like, appears to be respectable. And now, I don't know, I'm kind of worried we're not going to draft a quarterback in the first round because Trubisky's shown signs of life. Uh, well, I think I think the real turn. Well, the real turnaround with the Bears has been a cre- credit to David Montgomery. That's right. And that, and that wouldn't have happened if Matt Nagy didn't finally decide that he was going to run the damn ball, which they have not been doing all season. David Montgomery, I think, had ten or fewer carries in a number of games this year, which put which put all the weight on Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles. When you put all the weight on Mitch Trubisky's shoulders, you're going to crash and burn. Everybody knows that. But he can be serviceable and bring that team to the playoffs down the road. All you need is an average quarterback with that defense to be able to get you there. And then if he can perform adequately in the playoffs, then you can advance further. And then you won't have to break the bank on the quarterback position. That's classic. Jared Goff. (laughs) It's a mistake. I think it's a mistake to right now in this moment, like coming up to this next offseason, next draft, to not take a quarterback or not bring another guy in. I think that would be a huge mistake. Like Mitch, Mitch on and off, he looks like a slightly below average quarterback. We went through QB tiers a few episodes ago, but the guy, he's just not up to scratch. I mean, when you have an incredible defense, sure, like the Broncos defense dragged Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl and got him a dub kicking and screaming. But like, well, you yeah. don't want to be in that position ideally. I think you guys need one more like you need a, a wide out threat you can't really see mitch's potential robinson has been all right we like, actually have one of the better wide receiver cores in football who's who's your second guy miller, miller and and Darnell. You know, Darnell mooney uh cole Komet's come on as late but yeah another big problem that they've had is they've kind of had kind of the same similar problem the eagles had is the offensive line has just been in constant flux. Yeah. I mean, they had uh, they had Kyle Long. Was that yeah? Kyle Long retired in the offseason, so they had a, a big hole to fill. I think I left. Was he left guard or right guard? I don't remember. Yeah. But they they had a big hole to fill there. 
And then they had a lot of injuries. And then I think Matt Nagy is totally inept. He's I think a, if you bring someone else in there. He's an atrocious coach, and he's probably the worst one off that Andy Reid coaching. Hey, be you. Be you. Be you. All right. Yeah. Be you. All right. We'll get into some to more sports talk later in the pod, but wanted to get into our 32 holiday bracket. We're getting, you know, we're, we're, we're all things brackets here on the podcast. Uh, did the Taylor Swift one with Joe and then the Drake one uh, back over the summer. Today we're bringing on, bringing on Josh to do, we're getting in the holiday spirit. So we're doing 32 holidays. Had to reach for some, um, you'll see um, as we get into this. You know, there's only so many national holidays, but I wanted to get 32 instead of 16. So we have a little bit more content for you guys today. Yeah, basically we're going to be going through each, each holiday matchup kind of, I guess it would be like which one we like better in terms of the way we've experienced them throughout our lives, I guess. Basically, since there's four of us, Josh is our guest again. So if it's tied, Josh's vote. Um, advances whatever he votes for the the holiday will advance i guess i'll just read the one seeds for you guys pretty basic but christmas thanksgiving fourth of july and halloween are your ones our twos memorial day labor day hanukkah and easter our first matchup in the upper left hand quadrant here on the bracket which again i will post on our instagram page um, at the critics corner, no caps, no spaces. So you guys can follow along as we go. Uh, the first matchup, the one seed Christmas versus the eight seed earth day, which I know Luis is going to have some thoughts on earth day. Um, I'm going to go with earth, uh, with Christmas. And obviously it's, you know, it's Christmas season right now. And then we'll go Luis Armand and then Klein last. And we'll do that order the whole way, but Luis opinions. Earth Day is kind of just a day you just go outside. So. Okay. <laughs> you know what Earth Day is. It's, it's, on, it's, on, it's five days after 420, so it, it's kind of an extension of 420, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I kind of like that take. Which, which came first, Luis? 420 comes first, so I mean... Oh, like, which came first, like the establishment of 420 in, in pop culture, in, in the world, there was an Earth Day. I just think I just think like it's it's an excuse to like celebrate more like 420, but it's up like you gotta recycle. All right. So you just like I don't know. I'm I'm thinking Christmas. Birthday is the day that all the girls post on Instagram the pictures of their weird trip of to <laughs> and they act like they actually give a shit about the earth, but it's really just an excuse for them to <laughs> on Instagram. I thought that's what you were gonna say, Luis. I'm kind of disappointed in you. I'm not gonna lie. Well, if we're going that way, that's you know. The girl will post, oh, I'm on the mountains. I went hiking today, or I'm out here doing a ski trip. Or, you know, they'll just post themselves on a camel or some, like, ridiculously exotic place. Or what they'll do is they'll just go on Google Images and just find some really basic picture. Like, there's five hits of images of, like, the the earth, like, of water or a lake. And it's like, oh, my God, happy Earth Day. Don't forget to fucking recycle even though nobody recycles, you don't recycle, and you're not a Earth Day warrior. You're just I know, an Earth Day I know, some, I know some cringy dudes that do that but, too, unfortunately. But um, I mean, there are some people, you know, that I know that are like in environmental engineering that actually care. And then ninety nine point nine 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 percent of stuff you see on social media that is absolute nonsense 
and it's a bunch of IG models being like, I need an idea. Like, let me look up what's going on this week. All right. Hashtag Earth Day. Here's, you know, me with the Earth. And it's just me and the, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, Earth Day, a fantastic day. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll probably have Earth Day, you know, in, in 50, 60 years when um, we're all on Mars and, and it'll mean something different. But um, for right now, I'm going to take Christmas. All right, so that's three Christmas. Klein, your vote does not count, but if you had one. Or- yeah, I mean, I, ha- I have a little bit of a take. So uh, kind of what Armand said, you got the 1% of people that think that are like environmental engineers that do care about, uh, about Earth's well-being and are very knowledgeable about that. Then you have the, uh, the 39% of people that only care about Earth Day on actual Earth Day, and that's the only time they acknowledge recycling and things like that. And then the 60% of people that don't care at all, they don't even give a shit. They don't even acknowledge it. So there's that. Uh, but from my perspective, I'm voting Christmas because, well, for me, uh, you go to the movie theater. There's no one ever there. That, this is what all the Jewish people do on Christmas. You get Chinese food. There's only other, other Jewish people that are there. So you get to hang out with everybody. And there's no one on the road. So Christmas for me. I mean, I love Christmas, even though I don't celebrate it. So, yep. yeah. Are you, doing, are you doing that on Friday? Uh, no, I'm going to my girlfriend's uh, parents' place for Christmas. They're going to serve Chinese food or no? <laughs> I don't think they do that. <laughs> no, I don't think they do that. All right, next matchup in the same bracket, obviously. We're, we're starting out with a tough, tough holiday or uh, family-oriented matchup here. The four-seed Mother's Day versus the five-seed National Siblings Day. I'm saying Mother's Day. My mom listens to the podcast, so I can't say National Siblings Day. I'm sure you guys are going to say the same, but Mother's Day. Um, I actually really do love Mother's Day, though. It's always a Sunday in May when the weather is really pretty. Um, you know, good day to spend outside with your mom. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm going Mother's Day. Yeah. I, Luis, go ahead. Not Mother's Day, either. Can't can't I can't I can't relate to siblings day so oh yeah that's true <laughs> you got two only no wait no Klein's not an only child never mind yeah he's got <laughs> older sister that yeah. holds it down God bless but siblings day doesn't exist it's kind of like you know if it was like invisible best friend day yeah maybe I may <laughs> alright side boy we're gonna start playing Marvin's room um, <laughs> I will definitely spam the Mother's Day button as my dad always says. One day out of the year, there's Mother's Day. One day out of the year, there's Father's Day. And 363 days out of the year, there is Kids' Day. I always... <laughs> My parents say the exact same thing. We'll take, we'll take it. Boys. Yeah. Shout out Mojdi. Shout out. Mojda, shout out Ann. Shout out Mama Klein. Stephanie. Shout out Lourdes. Huh? Stephanie Klein, right? That's your mom's name? Yeah, Stephanie. No, that's my sister. Oh, oh. damn it. Yeah, but I'm still going. I'm still going to go with my. I'm still going to go with Mother's Day though. <laughs> Mother's Day is uh, you always get to go get some nice food, maybe either like a brunch or a nice dinner, and uh, it's always nice to make your mom feel appreciated and get her some flowers or something like that. So it's it's a nice heart uh, warming day. Also, National Sibling Day doesn't even like fucking exist. So Mother's Day, it's just National Michigan State Day. <laughs> Boy. Um, National. Purdue I will day. say I. Mother's Day has to be a top like three mimosa consumed nationwide day, <laughs> uh, alongside like Easter and some others. But next matchup, three seed. These are again we're kind of reaching with one of these, but <laughs> maybe I don't know. Three seed New Year's Day 
six seed boxing day. I look at this from a purely sports perspective, new year's day, you're hungover and you're watching football all day. Boxing day, you're full, you're stuffed, you're recovering from all the food you ate on Christmas and you're watching for me, Premier soccer. League soccer. Um, college basketball. And yeah, this year, well, no, college basketball, there's college basketball on Christmas Day this year, which is heinous in its own right, in my opinion. But I'm going to go with, eh, I'm going to say New Year's Day just because Michigan gets their annual bowl game beat down usually on New Year's Day. So I'll go, I'll go with that. So it's between National Plan B Day and Boxing Day. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Boxing Day. That was, a, that was an interesting comment. Finally a split decision here. No, but, but, but is it true? New Year's Day is National Plan B Day or National, you know, you take it. I want to throw this one to Klein. He'll have the deciding vote. I'm going to go uh, Boxing Day here because my memory on Boxing Day, first Arsenal game ever, Arsenal Man City. It was a legendary day. Did, that was not New Year's Day. That was not Boxing Day. That was the 21st. Damn. All right. So I'm still going Boxing Day because <laughs> never mind. Because of the soccer. Even in, were we even in London on Boxing Day? Well, you left. I left for with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Um, well, I mean, every day, pretty much every Boxing Day since I was little, me and my dad would watch soccer. I don't really do anything new year's day like i don't really watch football i'm pretty much dead i usually just sleep till like three or four so i'm gonna go with boxing day because i actually do something that day yeah uh, that's the reason i am like, that's two for boxing one for new year's day Klein has the deciding vote here yeah i'm, I'm gonna go with uh, new year's day solely for football solely for football that kind of helps you defeat the hangover you you wake up on new year's day you feel terrible you wake up at like 6 a.m because uh you fell asleep on a couch fully clothed and you feel terrible and you probably look to your right and there's a trash can full of your vomit and you get up and, and you go eat a, gre- a greasy breakfast and then you take a nap and then there's football on that night. And then you, uh, you uh, empty out the balance in your DraftKings account and you just pray. So uh, <laughs> yep. I'm going to, I'm going to go for New Year's day. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, next matchup. We got the, this final one for this bracket two seed, Memorial Day, which I will stretch out into Memorial Day weekend, and then President's Day, the seventh seed. This one's easy for me. Uh, Memorial Day is actually one of my favorite weekends. Uh, you know, we got the Indy 500, which I went to, I guess, the last time it had fans. Um, there's always a lot of good baseball games going on. Um, so I love watching all that, uh, you know, chilling in the, in the patio, watching sports, drinking beer, grilling I, I really love memorial day and holidays where the weather is is nice but not too hot yet um so i'm gonna go memorial day pretty easily there for me Luis, uh did you hear about memorial day this year uh-uh. uh mlb uh just just said that they may push the start of the season because of the vaccine rollout covid19 you know i did see uh- that but uh, regardless, I mean, it's hard because President's Day is actually pretty nice because, you know, you do have – at that time, you got the NBA All-Star break, and I do enjoy the NBA All-Star break pretty much, you know. But, you know, Memorial Day, you pretty much grill. You can bust out the, the nice linen, the whites, bust out the whites, the seer soccer. I'm going to take Memorial Day, you know, drip purposes. Only. All right. Armand? I'm going to take Memorial Day. President's Day isn't even – 
it's like so celebrating all the presidents on one day it's not even like the birthday of anybody I, I don't understand it like it's it's like uh if you have five people in your office have a birthday in the same month you like squish it in <laughs> and it's stupid i'm not gonna lie but anyways um yeah i'm gonna all, res- all the respect in the world to abraham lincoln god bless but i'm gonna take memorial day yeah yeah klein any thoughts yeah, I mean, like, well, when you said that you went to the Indy 500, do you mean you went to Snake Pit? I went, so I went to Snake Pit for the, <laughs> for the like, pre-race, and I, like, I got tired of it. Too much jumping around, too many people, too much loud music. So then I actually did watch the race, so uh, got out of there for the race, yeah. Yeah, I heard that's, like, one of the most disgusting places in America besides Cleveland, Ohio. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Memorial Day. You know, it's nice outside. Go to the pool, bring some seltzers, have a good time uh, with some friends. So uh, and the grilling too. So I'm gonna go Memorial Day. Luis got KO'd out of nowhere. That was yeah. Luis getting. <laughs> no, also we have to like also the big part about Memorial Day is we do have to take you know it's we have to you know honor our medical per- our military personnel that have died in the. Force. that's veterans day no that's memorial day i thought oh no it is memorial day i'm an idiot yep so so you know it's yeah. it's it's you know we gotta we gotta honor those who, who who we've lost and thank you to them we can enjoy our freedom and they serve our country to for us to have our salute to them absolutely big big salute um yeah uh all right next uh next region is the one seed in this region Halloween and the eight seed, it's not really a holiday, but kind of is if you're a baseball fan uh, opening day. And obviously you guys know I'm a huge baseball fan. I'm going opening day. I don't really care much about Halloween. Um, obviously this year didn't do anything for it because of COVID, but I haven't had any really great Halloween experiences. Everyone always tries too hard. And there's always like so much hype around Halloween that the night ends up not being as fun as you initially planned it to be. So opening day for me, big, huge baseball fan. It's kind of the start of a new journey. So I'm going with the eight seed upset over the one here. Luis? I'm taking uh, Halloween. I've had really good experiences the past couple of years with Halloween. You know? Halloween's awesome, you know. At this age, it's pretty, it's pretty lit, you know. You get to dress up. You get to act something you're not. Act like a fool. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, you never know what happens in the night. You know, two years ago, uh, two years ago, I was uh, – I had the cops pull up to my house three times, and then uh, last year, you know, it was a good night. Okay, Luis. <laughs> All right, Luis is going for Halloween. We don't need the whole story. Armand, what's your point? out for Lou, so they're coming. Um, I, I will take Halloween. I've had a, a few good Halloweens since, like, I don't know, since college. Uh, I mean, some that have not been the best. Do you guys remember? Did you guys visit for Halloween? No. Freshman year? No. no, no. When no. was that? Was Labor. Yeah. Anyway. Was Labor Day senior year and then like spring break freshman year. Yeah. So I, I've won out like a couple times on the row for Halloween and it's interesting. Uh, it usually, as William says, doesn't turn out to be as great as it's hyped up to be. But I've also had a couple like fun lower key nights. So I'll take Halloween. I'm, Obviously not a huge baseball guy, so 
Uh, don't really do much for opening day. Boring. Deciding. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I have to go with Halloween. It's my girlfriend's birthday. So if, if, she's, if she, for some reason, listens to this and, and hears that I picked the opening day over Halloween, that wouldn't be good. But, uh, <laughs> but also, Halloween is usually a pretty fun time at IU. And all, in all four years uh, for Halloween at Indiana, I, uh, I had a really good time. So uh, I, I'll have to stick with Halloween. Like Louise said, at this age, Halloween's more fun than uh, when you were uh, a kid. So I like Halloween. I'll, I'll go with Halloween. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, next matchup in the same bracket, 4-5, four, 4-seed four Veterans Day, 5-seed MLK Day. I honestly, like, obviously shout out to the troops, um, but I don't really have – do we get Veterans Day off? Yes. Like, of school and shit and stuff? I got it off this year. Oh, I can't sorry. remember. When is it? Is it in September? November, November 11th. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually really like MLK Day, um, obviously being from Memphis and having the Civil Rights Museum, obviously for unfortunate reasons, but you living in the city, you learn a lot about MLK and all the things that he did. And also there's the Grizzlies game, the MLK Grizzlies game at home. Love watching that. I usually, we, it's like one of the few nationally televised games we do get, and we usually lose. Um, That's all right. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go MLK Day being from Memphis. And, and you get the day off school. Um, so that was always nice. Luis? Um, I would like to not vote for this one because I think both holidays are equally great. It's like, <laughs> I got to honor my veterans. As I said, Memorial Day, they keep our freedom. You know, it's a day to honor those who have served. And MLK, we, we kind of, we, we get to highlight uh, a civil hero, a social justice warrior. Not a social justice hero, but a social justice warrior in uh, Martin Luther King Jr. So, yeah, I, I'm not voting for this one. Because of okay. Luis is being very, very neutral and yeah, politically neutral. I'll say I will never associate a term like social justice warrior with MLK because <laughs> yeah, really. as well, Luis. I would never disrespect that man like that. Heroes and warriors. He's a warrior. I mean, when I was with these boys in class, like I grew up obviously here in memphis mlk was like my favorite historical figure ever i wrote like this story do you guys remember griffin walden (laughs) i wrote this short story about mlk and like in third grade and how what would he think of right now if i like got him in a time machine and brought him here today or whatever and i asked griffin to do the illustrations like I wanted to create a picture book or whatever and he completely messed up the writing and like x'd out stuff anyways that that was not the best um but I, I spent a lot of time thinking about that man I've watched a lot of documentaries about Malcolm X and MLK and Ali and the figures of the 50s and 60s that sort of were, were civil rights leaders and were integral in, in shifting the landscape of what is now um, still a messed up and prejudiced place, but obviously not as bad as it was 50, 60 years ago. Um, I'm going to go with MLK Day. Obviously, much respect to, to veterans and specifically 9-11 first responders. If he said it's on November 11th, then obviously that has a very specific meaning. So much respect to those that have uh, – 
to those that have served, but I'm going with MLK to. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll just uh, echo what everyone else said about veterans and uh, and that and uh, I remember I don't know if, do you guys remember those books like they were like kids books and it was and they were like who was and then like the, the person and then it'd be like the person with like a big head and a little body and it was like a kids book and it would like teach kids about historical figures mm -hmm. and I just like, remember uh, having like the who was Martin Luther King Jr. book and uh, always reading that and especially like how much uh, you know his mark was left on the city of Memphis and people associate Martin Luther King with Memphis a lot of time, obviously not for the most positive reasons, of course, but you know, it's still a very important part of our history. And uh, I think it's a really important, especially in this day and age. So I'm going to go with uh, Martin, uh, MLK Day. I also remember Mr. Stevens in fifth grade talking about uh, MLK. There was the one day, I think every MLK day he gives the speech um, about MLK and like his experience when he was assassinated in Memphis. So I remember, I still remember that like remember. 11 years later. So yeah. Um, next matchup, uh, the three seed Valentine's day against the six seed flag day. Luis has left the room. He is so single. Um, but <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I go with Valentine's day. Um, I don't know. I don't really have many. I, I don't really care about either of these holidays all that much, but Valentine's day can be fun. If you're in a relationship, if you're single, it's sad boy hours. Um, <laughs> Marvin's room all day. Yeah. I'm just going to get, I'm, I want to pass it to Luis. My votes for Valentine's day. I know Luis is going to have some opinions here. I'm thinking flag day boys. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, you gotta, you know, Valentine's day is kind of like, you know, what's the meaning? You know, it's all about the flag and you gotta, Gotta support the flag, man. Like that flag is ours. It's our country's flag. We celebrate. It commemorates the adoption of the flag, man. That's bigger than Valentine's Day. Off season, my guy. Okay. I'm um, like Valentine's Day. You know, it's you know for me, it's just like I just sit around, you know, order some pizza, you know, watch a movie, and go to sleep. It's like any other day, man. Hey, I'm maybe. pretty sure it's Friday, which means foot champs. You know, so. Hey, maybe maybe, maybe there's like one or two days that you know. Maybe that night there's like a, a party or like the bars are hopping and I may go get drunk because why not? And may just pull out some Marvin's room and just, you know, who knows? Who knows what I end up doing? But, you know, I'll take flag day. Got to gotta take the back of the flag. All right. Armand, Luis is painfully single, but what's your vote? Uh, I would say Valentine's Day is difficult if you're in a new relationship. You don't know how far to go with stuff. Oh. Our mom's about to get in his feelings here too. What should I should I do a lot? Should I not? Whatever. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I've had one good Valentine's Day past where I've known where I'm at and like it's a good time, but I don't know. It's it's a nice day. I don't mind it. Uh, flag day. <laughs> Luis talking about the flag and and the anthem. <laughs> And like Drew Brees this offseason about to get I think I'll, I'll go with well I think I know what Klein's gonna do so I'll go flag day so that Klein has the deciding vote even though I, I I'm not a, I'm not a big flag day guy. there we go flag day boys uh, I'm gonna have to go with Valentine's Day even though you uh you spend the, the guy spends more money on uh flowers and dinner and and a gift, you also get a gift. So, uh, and usually they're pretty, uh, oh. they're they're pretty creative gifts. So, uh, I'll, I'll go with Valentine's Day. 
Yeah, men definitely get fleeced on Valentine's Day. That's yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> All right. well, uh, next matchup, what? Bro, we get fleeced like getting fleeced from FIFA packs. Yeah, I think I don't know what the, what's the worst fleecing, the FIFA packs or Valentine's Day. There's a there's a promo out in Foot Twenty One that's. Uh, FIFA packs, FIFA packs are pretty damn degrading. I'm I'm not gonna lie. You don't get anything in return. So it's right. like you bet on that prop that you know is gonna like. It's like I, I don't know. It's like you bet on that like really nice prop, but then you just know it's not gonna happen. Like, no, it's, it's like you like, bet on the prop and the guy gets injured in the first quarter and you're just fucked. <laughs> like there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, final matchup in the bottom left quadrant: two seed Easter, seven seed St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I used to like Easter growing up, but I mean, I'm not personally that religious, but I always liked the the Easter egg hunt we did in the backyard. But as I've gotten older, St. Patrick's Day has become more relevant um, for for consumption of alcoholic beverages purposes. So I will pick an upset, the seven seed over the two seed, St. Patrick's Day over Easter here. Luis? I'm taking uh, St. Patty's Day, even even though at my time, at my institution and in life, I have not taken part in any St. Patrick's Day uh, events. Last year, sadly, it was Corona. Year before, I was on a plane. And year before then, I don't know what I was doing. But St. Patrick's Day for the win. You know, Chicago gets pretty lit, I heard. I don't know if somebody's yeah. gone. They paint the or they dye the river or the whatever. The, yeah, the, the water green. Armand? That's a good question. St. Patty's Day... I don't know. I've been 21, a total of zero St. Patty's days that are relevant. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've like, I've had a good time for sure, but like, I don't know. Um, I'm going to take Easter. I like the Easter egg hunts, those memories, like me and Ari uh, trying to find them outside and her always getting pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> which happened. <laughs> But anyways, I got mossed on every single Easter egg hunt. It was kind of terrible. But, uh, yeah, I still enjoyed that time with my family, so I'm going to go with Easter. That, Klein? I mean, Klein, yeah. Right, so, like, okay, so think about when you were a kid. And uh, so on St. Patrick's Day, you'd be at school, maybe, and uh, – you know, everyone dressed in green and you'd have a little St. Patrick's Day party. And like, that was all like really fun. And then when you were a kid, you got uh, to do the Easter egg hunt, but then you also had to go to church. I mean, I personally didn't have to, but like I saw people had to go to church and I'm sure that sucked. Uh, and so now I guess you could say maybe that was like a toss up as of uh, what was better for you when you were a kid. But like now when you're this age, St. Patrick's Day is an excuse to have a good time and Easter, uh, you don't do an Easter egg hunt anymore and you have to go to church. So I think St. Patrick's Day is the obvious choice here. Boom. All right. With, for the upset. You got the upset. Man spoken. And we're going to move on to the upper right-hand quadrant of the bracket. Not not a loaded bracket here, but we're, we're just going to start out with the one seed, which is a pretty high, reg- highly regarded holiday. Um, Thanksgiving versus the eight seed. I honestly just put this in here for banter because I saw it as a holiday. It's mother-in-law day. That just sounds awful. I mean, I had to put it in. <laughs> um, I'm going obviously Thanksgiving. I don't have a mother-in-law. So yeah, I think we're all, uh, we don't even need to talk about this. We're all picking Thanksgiving. Um, we, we, none of, none of us have mother-in-laws. 
The next matchup, four seed. Oh, God. This one's actually kind of tough. The four seed Father's Day versus the five seed Super Bowl Sunday. I, I, as much as I do love the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is kind of sad because it's the end of football season. Um, and the day after isn't like you still have to go to work or school or whatever it may be. And Father's Day, I really like, you know, it's in June. Me and my dad always go play golf. And it's just another day, kind of like Mother's Day, that you get to spend with your parents, uh, who obviously have done so much for you growing up and whatnot. And you just get a day to celebrate them, get them. My, we always get my dad crappy gifts because it's always clothing at this point. It's just the same thing over and over. So he gets, my dad gets a couple new golf polos and we go play golf and watch baseball. So Father's Day, pretty easily for me. What about that uh, flamethrower that he got a couple months? Yeah, the, gr- uh, the grill, the smoker. Yeah. We yeah, I haven't that. seen that thing in use, but he also has that. So, Lou? I'm thinking Father's Day. I mean, a father, for me, football is, is a part of life, but father is family, family first, Father's Day. And then I'm sure you guys are, well, Klein might have not Armand, what are you going with here? Going with Father's Day. I like Super Bowl Sunday, but yeah, I mean, you have to go to bed kind of early-ish or like go to bed late, have a good time, and then be screwed for the next day. So that's not great. Um, and yeah, I mean, Father's Day, when I'm actually with my dad, is great. But, you know, past couple of years have uh, been difficult to, uh, to make that happen. Fine. Do you have any opinions, even though your vote doesn't count? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to think from my dad's perspective. My dad's obviously a huge football fan. And uh, when you really think about it, like up until now, where like we actually have like some of our own money, all the gifts that your dad would get on Father's Day, like he pays for actually <laughs> because like, <laughs> like, so like it's not really a gift. It's just like there's a middleman of getting him something that he didn't pick out himself. So like, I got to I got to go my my dad's a huge football fan, huge gambling man, so uh got to go to Super Bowl Sunday just for that. He would pick Super Bowl Sunday himself, so I I'm going to do that uh and pick Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Super Bowl or Father's Day does move on uh, despite Klein's vote there. Next one, the 3 seed New Year's Eve versus a very 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 underrated day and that is the day that daylight saving starts and I'm still going New Year's Eve because it's just more fun. And this year it's going to be the best New Year's Eve in the history of mankind because it marks the end of 2020. But daylight savings is very underrated. You get an extra hour of sleep and the sun finally stays out for, you know, a a reasonable amount of time. Whereas nowadays it's getting dark at freaking four o'clock in the afternoon, um, which is very depressing. But regardless. Wait, 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 isn't this... They wouldn't this be like what you're talking about daylight savings ending? Because if it's starting, that means that the days are shorter until you set the clock. Am I getting this wrong? Let me. Daylight savings ending was in spring, but maybe. um, maybe So, no, daylight savings starts March 2nd, and that's when the days start to get longer. Um, Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it ends in like November, and that's when it gets dark super early. Right, okay, okay. I guess. I always get this confused too, but I guess it means like you're literally saving daylight by moving the clock back an hour. It's confusing to everybody, but all I know is the sun stays out longer 
and you get an extra hour of sleep. But regardless, again, New Year's Eve, there's always some random college football bowl games going on that night and you get to go out and have fun with your friends. So I'm going with that. Luis. Uh, I'm taking uh, daylight savings. Actually, that was a crazy day this year. You know, I was actually at a Cracker Barrel uh, at a Cracker Barrel. Uh, it sounds it sounds crazy. And no, it was actually crazy because it was uh, it was on Halloween this year. Daylight savings ends because we get that extra hour. I was at a uh, I was at a Cracker Barrel employee party, and I'm gonna tell you that party was crazy because before that, I was with my boys. I was drinking some 1942, and I get a call and get okay. over, and that that party was crazy, man. It was in the middle of Kentucky. I know where the hell I was at, but I was in the middle of Kentucky, and I, I saw some cattle out there, fam. I'm not gonna lie, there was some cattle out there, some farms. It was a crazy, crazy night, you know. Okay. I'm savings. All Plus, right. an extra hour to sleep. So I, I mean, all, I hope you all didn't mess with the cattle or anything. Knowing your your people, maybe. Your friends from uh, from the Big X. Um, let me see. Um, I mean, daylight savings, I think, is an outdated, useless thing uh, that doesn't really help the people that it was meant to help initially, farmers. Um, and New Year's Eve is is a pretty fun time, and you get the day off the next day. So, but it also marks the end of the holiday season, pretty much. So, which might be nice because then you get back to your life and you can do some other stuff. Uh, I'm going to take New Year's Eve. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are some states that don't acknowledge daylight savings, like Arizona. I'm pretty sure they like just don't do it. So I'm going to go with uh, New Year's Eve. It's just way too much fun. Football, food, friends. So I just got to – I think that's a clear, uh, clear and obvious one for me. And then – this final matchup in this bracket, kind of reaching with the seven seed here, but two seed Labor Day and the seven seed Cyber Monday, which apparently is somewhat of a holiday. Um, not really. I'm going Labor Day. You get a, another day off and it marks the kickoff of college football. Always a great weekend. Yeah, Labor Day. I'm pretty sure the Kentucky Derby was on Labor Day this week, year too. Um, Labor, sure. Day, Labor Day easy. Don't have to say much here. I'm taking a. I'm taking a. Cyber Monday is pretty much every day this year. Yep. Like, because, you know, COVID-19. Yeah, I'm taking Labor Day. Another right. work day. Labor Are we day. all saying Labor Day? I mean, no, not much discussion here. Ash, Labor Day, yeah. That's... All right. And then... Damn, I'm kind of disappointed. I, th- I thought Cyber Monday. I was, I'm was. i going to take Cyber Monday just because uh, I'm taking Cyber Monday because, you know, you, you get some nice deals online. You can do some, uh, some shopping ahead for the holidays and uh, get some pretty good deals for yourself. So, uh I thought Cyber Monday could make a run in this bracket up, up until it would meet Thanksgiving, but uh, damn, kind of disappointed. I think just because this year Black Friday was extended and everything's online, this was like three weeks where you got Cyber Monday. Right. But normally, Cyber Monday is pretty sick. All right, final bracket, uh, the bottom right-hand quadrants. You got 4th of July versus Groundhog Day. Again, like I said, I love the outdoor holidays. And this is during baseball season. Fourth of July, it's pretty easy. In Memphis, you have to play as gunshots or fireworks. <laughs> so, yeah, Fourth of July. Luis? Uh, you know, Groundhog Day is pretty lit. I'm not going to cap. Uh, but I'm taking Fourth of July, you know. Fourth of July is always a fun time, you know. And that game, 
you also play in South Central and it's a little more, it's higher stakes sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take the fourth for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth. I don't have much uh, to say about that. Honestly, it's pretty just, I, I've, no, I've never done anything for Groundhog's Day. I don't even really exactly know exactly what it is. I know the Groundhog looks at a shadow. If it sees its shadow, I think like they're like winter's over, or if it doesn't, I don't even know. So I'm, I think it's uh, easy for me Fourth of July. Okay, and then four, four seed Election Day versus the five seed Cinco de Mayo. I'm pretty sure 99% of people that celebrate Cinco de Mayo have no idea what the hell it's actually about. But it's kind of like St. Patrick's Day. You don't know what the hell you're celebrating, but it's another excuse to drink. Except this time, it's tequila shots, and you're wearing a sombrero. We're going Cinco de Mayo. Election Day was, well, uh, and Election Day wasn't even Election Day this year. It was Election Two Weeks. <laughs> but yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Hey, Cinco de Mayo is a great excuse to go to your local Mexican joint, do margs, and do tequila shots. And, you know, you don't know what you're drinking, but it tastes good. So why not? For all we know, you know. Yeah, I've heard some people say you don't know what you're drinking, it tastes, but it tastes good. And, the results were not as great. <laughs> I, I will say uh, Cinco de Mayo is sick, but I'm going to go with Election Day normally. Um, I think it's a great thing that we're, you know, a country where you can exercise your right to vote. Maybe your vote really doesn't mean anything unless you live in one of six states, but it's nice that it, it counts and... Uh, our elections are not rigged um, so yet, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Klein actually has the deciding vote here. This is kind of an interesting one. Uh, I hey. think I'm going to have to go with... Whoop. I think I'm going to have to go with Cinco de Mayo. I mean, like kind of like you said, I don't really know what it's, necessarily what it's about. That's probably my own fault. I need to do some more research on that, but... Uh, yeah, Cinco de Mayo over Election Day. Election Day gives uh, a lot of people a lot of anxiety, such as myself. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll stick with Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. And it wasn't even Election Day this year. It was... Right, it was Election Month. Yeah. Okay. I got little on Election Day this year. It was actually pretty fun. I went bar hopping. All right. It was my buddy's birthday. Luis, we get it. We get it, man. We get it. Every holiday for Luis is an excuse to drink, apparently. The game that he wakes up is an excuse. Three seed Passover, which I don't know much about, Klein can inform us. And the I'm pretty sure, if I'm not wrong, it's like the most important Jewish holiday, correct, Josh? uh kind of it kind of just depends. Uh, something I always like to say, and something you can judge on a lot of Jewish holidays on is uh is that you know i saw like this little flow chart or not necessarily a flow chart just like this uh this this graph this chart that uh it says like they tried to kill us yes or no <laughs> let's eat yes or no uh trees <laughs> yes or no so you can pretty much judge every jewish holiday on that if they tried to kill us if they succeeded and are we going to eat or not so uh passover is uh the story of the plight of the jewish people and uh, in Egypt, being enslaved by Pharaoh, and then uh, Moses, who was the um, the son of a Jewish slave a woman, who sent him a cast on a uh, river—not I don't think on the Nile, but uh, 
just like on a creek. And then uh, Pharaoh's daughter found him and raised her as his own. And then he left to become a shepherd, saw the burning bush, talked to God through the burning bush. And then who instructed him to free the, the Israelites from Egypt? Uh, he went and he freed the Israelites from Egypt. And after God sent uh, plagues to, uh, to parent Egypt when he would not release them. And then the Jews wandered the desert for 40 years until they found the promised land, which was Israel. So uh, that's what Passover is about. Uh, but, you know, I think it is uh, kind of difficult to put it up against Black Friday, considering, let's see, I think like 0.6% of the world population is Jewish and uh, maybe a little bit higher in America. But uh, Black, I'm going to go with Passover just from my experience because I really like the food. So, yeah, I, I don't like Black Friday. It's stores are too crowded yes you get good deals but it's it's stressful so i'll go passover even though i don't celebrate it you know i'm thinking passover there's more of importance black friday is like cool you just shop like passover is a more culturally important holiday so yeah we're taking passover did when did the persians because i know this happened at some point in history when did the persians free the israelis when they were enslaved and i'm not sure if that was when they were enslaved by it Egyptians. Anyways, we're involved in, in something in history uh, that's positive, which unfortunately uh, Iran has not been involved in many great things past <laughs> few decades. Um, I Passover and Black Friday, I'll take Passover. I don't really care about Black Friday. It's an excuse for people to line up for weeks on end and then literally trample each other to get $20 off a toaster which <laughs> for real. very p- people that are have very repressed rage it's not even about the deals it's just about being able to be very aggressive openly and that's accepted in a public environment so to all those uh those people out there uh waiting for black friday deals i'm gonna I'm going to say stop, do something else, and, and go with Passover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Friday sucks. Yeah. Uh, two seed, finally we're done with this first round. Two seed Hanukkah versus the seven seed April Fool's Day, which isn't even a holiday. I just kind of threw it in here. I'm going to go Hanukkah because I was always jealous growing up that the Jewish kids at school got presents for like, what is it, six days straight? Uh, Eight days. Eight days. Yeah, that's awesome. So Hanukkah. I'm taking Hanukkah as well. I'm taking Hanukkah. By the way, it was Cyrus the Great uh, and it was Babylon. So that was not Egypt. Anyways, I lo- I did some research. So God bless. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm obviously going to take Hanukkah. It was, uh, it was always fun for me. Of course, I was always jealous of all the... Uh, the Christian kids, because they have like the one grand day. My parents never got me like big gifts for like every day of Hanukkah. I probably got like one pretty big gift and then a bunch of like small little gifts. So, but you know, food's really good again, of course. And of, of course, again, it's a, it's a holiday celebrating a time where someone tried to kill us all and we survived. So we eat. Uh, so yeah, Hanukkah again, got to get those potato lockies. Boom. All right. We're done with the first round. Uh, second round, obviously we can go through a little bit quicker. Uh, just because a we're like almost an hour into the podcast and b we already talked about each of these holidays so the first matchup in the upper left is the one seed christmas versus the four seed mother's day 
And, you know, even though I do love my mother very dearly, I have to go with Christmas here. Uh, and, you know, I can celebrate Christmas with my mother as well. Christmas uh, is, is going to be a tough out. I'll just leave it there. One seed moves on for me. Luis? I got the one seed as well, Christmas. I got Christmas. I'm interested, Klein, from your perspective, what would you vote for here? Christmas is tough because, you know, on Christmas, like uh, like I said, all the other uh, – like the food, the Chinese food, the movies, no one's on the road. Uh, you get to hang out with all your Jewish friends, maybe play some football. We would always go to Shady Grove uh, Elementary because they have a park and we would all go play football on Christmas Day. Uh, I always love the snow, when even when it snows on Christmas, even though I don't celebrate Christmas, you got the fire next to you. But Mother's Day, I always uh, you know, love my mom to, to death and uh, like to spend time with her. But uh, And then also on Christmas, you have uh, uh, basketball. Like the and this year, uh, NBA is uh, is it opening day is Christmas or is it is that on the 22nd? No, opening day is tomorrow, yeah, right? Okay, so yeah, uh, I'll go with Mother's Day just because uh, it probably makes more it just makes more sense for you, Mother's Day. Okay, also, I want to quickly shout out uh, Josh Klein's sort of history with football, former eighth grade uh, QB, uh, third stringer, had a had a half of football out there fleeing that thing that will forever be remembered in, in the history of, of Lausanne football. At the start, I, I <laughs> well, he was at the start of that Lausanne football program. So people like, like uh, what is it? something gray, Eric Gray, get running back for Lausanne, whatever that is in college right now. Any big recruits coming out of Lausanne, just remember who, who sort of blazed that path for you all and, and show some respect. Thank you. I have a 50% completion percentage. I've heard so, that. Well, it was one for, one, one for two for 12 yards. So you got to love it. Klein was the common, common time quarterback guy. Those games were so intense. Oh, my gosh. Bro, I was the equivalent of the fly route guy. I'm like that like receiver that would just run one route. I was just like – I'm like Henry Ruggs without the 4-3 speed, but like I am fast. Without, yeah, without the Henry Ruggs without literally any characteristics. I would always catch the fly route, man. It's just like, all the, you know, I, I made like a one, one day I caught this one over the shoulder and it was a beautiful cast. You know, the problem was the cameras weren't on. Luis, the fact, the fat, yeah, shout out flight. The fact that you remember a catch, <laughs> how, few, how few catches you actually made during breath. I'm not okay. like, I'm like that dude from IU. I forgot his name. There's just one dude from IU football that just runs streaks. Kendra Shot. There you go. Bryfo. Well, no, that's a tight end. Shout out, by the way. Shout out, David Bascon's. Uh, love you, David, if you're listening. The, <laughs> the run up, the run up of dreams, and the intimidation on the sideline. I mean, no. And Andy's uh, Andy Winker's sort of. Uh, Super. Andy was a slot god. That man was like Julian Edelman in the flesh, man. Ooh, Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Boomba Clock Gang in the flesh, man. And uh, I mean, a guy you just really want in the slot, sort of working it. All um, right, next, next matchup. Next matchup. Uh, three seed. Ooh, this is tough. Three seed New Year's Day versus two seed Memorial Day weekend. Ooh, that's a weekend, bro. I'm thinking a weekend, dog. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Memorial Day because the weather's a lot nicer and 
January sucks. January is like the longest year, the month, longest month of the year. January feels like it's two months and New Year's Day is the start of that. So I'm going Memorial Day. I really love Memorial Day. Luis? Memorial Day. I like the weekend. I'll take that over one day. Man. I like it. I like New Year's Day because it's usually the only day people stick to their resolutions if they get to that. Um, but I'm going to go with Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah, I think I just got to also go with Memorial Day weekend. Love the weather, love the food, love the friends, love the drinking. Got got, to keep that going. It's like it, it, when you do that, it feels like you're in like a scene in one of those movies where you're just like having the time of your life. So uh, I got to go with Memorial Day. Yep. All right. Next bracket, uh, one seed Halloween versus the five seed MLK Day. And if I took the eight seed opening day over Halloween, I have to take MLK Day, the five seed over Halloween. Um, like I said, great um, day to celebrate MLK and everything that came with the civil rights movement and also the Grizzlies play. Um, so yeah, MLK Day over Halloween. That could be uh, a big upset there. Luis? Taking Halloween. All right, yeah. I'm taking MLK Day, but Halloween, you do, you do stuff usually wow wow i mean people don't do anything for mlk day they don't you just sit i mean people sit in your house take a free monday and that's it (laughs) yeah people don't even celebrate it dog for the people that i don't know take the day to to celebrate black history to celebrate uh, you know one of the greatest leaders in modern history god bless you for doing that but to 99 percent of the people i know uh, they do not do that. So I'm still taking MLK day because mad respect to MLK. Um, but on Halloween, you know, more people tend to actually do something for it. Unfortunately. Klein. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go with Halloween just cause you know, you have a lot of fun and, uh, and, uh, it means a lot to my girlfriend cause obviously it's her birthday, like I said. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm still a sucker for some uh, some sour candy. So if I can get my hands on some uh, some sour candy, I'll, uh, I'm always in favor of that. So I'll go with Halloween. Sour Patch Kids or some Sour Shaws, fam? Yeah, one of those, dude. Got to. All right. Three seed Valentine's Day versus the seven seed St. Patrick's Day. Um, I mean, this is kind of a lame matchup. I'm not even going to lie. I'll say St. Patrick's Day. It's an excuse to drink. I know what Luis is picking here. What am I picking? What do you think I'm picking? St. Patty's Day. Over. Come on, man. Valentine's he doesn't know. Come on, man. I'm taking St. Patrick's Day, baby. You think I'm taking Valentine's Day? No. That's why I said I don't think you are. <laughs> okay. I take St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Fine, boy. Yeah, I think I'm going to take St. Patrick's Day because, you know, you get to uh, – get to hang out with like a big group of people which i'm always a fan of so yeah it's a, it's a more inclusive of uh everybody gets to celebrate and everyone gets to have a good time and uh no one gets to feel sad so i'll take st patrick's day Boom. all right um another region here the third out of the fourth region of the what are we in the sweet 16 uh one seed thanksgiving versus the four seed father's day i love father's day but i'm gonna have to boot it out here for thanksgiving Thanksgiving, you get to be thankful for your entire family. Um, I guess Father's Day is just for your father. Um, and I think Thanksgiving is very underrated and often gets overshadowed from the Christmas hype. 
But Thanksgiving is a great day. You get to watch football all day, um, gamble heavily on some football, and be with your family. If you like your family, it's a good holiday. So I like my family. I'm going Thanksgiving. People, yeah, anyways. Luis? I'm thinking Thanksgiving. Got to be thankful for everything in life, so Thanksgiving. I think we're very fortunate to have family that we actually like to be around, so I'm also taking Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, I'm going to take Thanksgiving. If Thanksgiving doesn't win this entire thing, I'll be shocked. So I'm going to go with the, the, the obvious, clear obvious pick in Thanksgiving. This is a bracket that we're having trouble knocking off the one seeds. The other two, we actually were able to knock off some one seeds. Um, some of these holidays are just tough to beat. Next one, we got Labor Day, the two versus New Year's Eve, the three. I'm going to go with New Year's Eve because this year marks the end of 2020 and you just can't get better than that. Even though 2021, I mean, there's no guarantee it's going to be better. 2020 couldn't have been any worse. So that's what I'm going with. Could have been worse. Some, maybe the election would have went differently. Okay, that is fair. Like, you present a vote. Yeah. Georgia did blow that lead, though. Georgia, Trump did blow that lead in Georgia. You know, Georgia blew yet another lead. Atlanta blew yet another lead this time. In- yeah, Georgia that, 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 that was one lead that I was happy that uh, <laughs> Georgia uh, blew. So happy with that one. Was those sentiments on? Um, yeah, what do you got? I got Labor Day. Okay, uh, I'm taking New Year's Eve. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take New Year's Eve. Get the start fresh. Get to hang out with a lot of friends. Get to reminisce about uh, a lot of things that went right and remember uh, some of the things that didn't go quite as planned and trying to, uh, you know, live, uh, learn from those mistakes and move forward. So New Year's Eve. Um, next region, the 4th of July, the one versus five seed Cinco de Mayo. I'm going 4th of July, beers, grilling, sports, good weather, fireworks, pretty easy, 4th of July. Yeah, I think I'll be overruled. I'm saying Cinco de Mayo, but that's just me. Take the fourth. Client deciding. Yeah, fourth of July. I mean, come on. No, no offense, Luis. I understand why you picked Cinco de Mayo, but uh, it's, it's, both but, are good. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, fourth of July, easy for me. You get baseball, the pool outside, fireworks, grilling, drinking, everything that involves drinking. You know, it's going to trump the other one. Even though Cinco de Mayo, it might even be more heavily drinking, but uh, yeah. And the final Sweet 16 matchup, an absolutely titanic Jewish holiday matchup. I honestly did not plan this, making this bracket, and did not realize it just until like 10 minutes ago. We got the two-seat Hanukkah versus the three-seat Passover. Let's Honestly, our, our, our votes don't mean anything, so let's just let Klein pick this one. I, I think that's fair. Uh-huh. Well, it's actually interesting. You know, in, in like Israel, uh, Hanukkah isn't even that big of a deal. The only reason that Hanukkah is a big deal in America is because uh, Jewish people and, you know, uh, the ho- like holiday card companies and toy companies, they wanted Jewish people to have a reason to buy gifts. And Hanukkah is usually around Christmas time. So they made Hanukkah the gift-giving holiday. And uh, in Israel, it's a Purim, which is, of course, another holiday that celebrates somebody tried to kill us all and they didn't, so let's eat. Um but, uh, you know, this is, this is kind of a difficult one. You know, they both celebrate uh, the freedom that the Jewish people have. But uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Passover because Passover is more well-known. The story is more heralded. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, other uh, things that come from that. Moses, the Ten Commandments, 
being in the, in the desert for 40 years, striking a rock and water coming from it, all those, those, those parables and uh, a lot of uh, uh, symbolism and metaphors and uh, lessons that were learned from Passover that can uh, uh, still be uh, learned from today. So Passover, I think, is the one that needs to move on. Bet. Let's run it. All right, bet. Uh, we're moving into the Elite Eight here. We got a one verse, we got a one verse two, a one verse seven, a one verse three, and a one verse three. Um, so not all all chalk here. Uh, we're gonna start out in the upper left, the one seed Christmas versus the two seed Memorial Day. And again, for me, Christmas moves on uh pretty easily. Uh Christmas is a titan titan um of a holiday. Growing up always was my favorite holiday. So yeah, pretty easy for me. Big boy Luis, what you got? Christmas all the way, baby. For some, it can be a, a Titanic of a holiday, um, depending on your family. But yeah, I'm going to take Christmas as well. Yeah, my, my vote doesn't really matter, but I'll, I'll just go with Christmas because I like to see uh, like to see the friends get some get some nice gifts and have that time with family because I always get to spend time with family in that too. So I'll, I'll go with Christmas. The lead eight matchup is the one seed Halloween versus the seven seed St. Patrick's Day. Um, you know, kind of two similar holidays and the fact that it's kind of an excuse to drink. Um, I'll go with Halloween. I know I haven't voted for it yet, but I guess it was fun as a kid growing up and now it's a fun night to go out with your friends. So I'll pick Halloween here and we'll have if for me, it would be two ones in the final four. Got another one in the final four. There we go. Put it, put it through baby. Put it through. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to vote for Halloween as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Halloween, too, just for all the reasons I've listed before. Yeah. All right. Uh, third Elite Eight matchup is the ones – I don't think this is going to garner much discussion. The one seed Thanksgiving, the three seed New Year's Eve. Thanksgiving for me. Second. Positive. Thanksgiving, yep. Okay. And the final Elite Eight matchup is the 4th of July, the one versus the three seed Passover. Um. I'll go with 4th of July just because I celebrate 4th of July. And I, I guess I don't really – do I celebrate it? I mean, I have fun on the 4th of July. It's It has more meaning to me than Passover does. So I'll pick 4th of July. This is a tough one. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cap. This is a tough one. 4th of July and Hanukkah? No, 4th of July and Passover. I'm taking Passover. Wow. Okay. Armand? Upset, baby. <laughs> I'll take uh... – I'll take Passover because I like Fourth of July, but uh, based on Joshua Andrew Klein's beautiful uh, explanation of the importance of the holiday, I have to uh, I have to go with my heart, you know, and I have to have to go Passover here. So, what happens if I vote for Fourth of July and we're tied? Then what happens? Fourth of July goes through because you have the deciding vote. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Fourth of July. I think it's just more applicable to everybody. I love how Klein, the Jewish person, votes for Fourth of July over Armand and Luis. The non-Jewish people vote for. Come on, Greg. I voted for Passover because of the clear passion that that Klein showed today here, and it's just baffling how he how he goes against. Uh, <laughs> okay, now right. so all the one seeds have made the final four. Now we might actually have some discussion here. I I don't know. Get it. Let's get it. Let's get. Let's get to the fire. The first matchup is Christmas versus Halloween. 
and I voted, I picked an eight seed over Halloween. So I'm obviously voting for Christmas here. And I'll just pass it on to Luis. So Christmas, yeah, I just put Christmas through. I mean, that's more important. It's, it's all about family, family first, you know. Put Christmas through for me as well. You know, it's kind of interesting. I think like 35 or 40% of Christians don't even know the origins of Christmas or what it's even about. And it's kind of just transformed into a gift-giving holiday. And uh, But, you know, I'm going to go against it. I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go Halloween. Uh, Halloween because... Just because I, I enjoy dressing up. It's it's fun to see what other people uh, come up with. And like I said, for the fifth time, uh, my girlfriend's birthday. So uh, I'm going to go with Halloween. All right. And Christmas does advance, even though Klein voted for Halloween. And the next one is Thanksgiving verse 4th of July. Um, this one's close for me, but actually... This one's not really that close for me, actually. And I'm going to go with Thanksgiving pretty pretty easily here. Luis? I want to hear what Armand says. Okay, I'm going with Thanksgiving. Uh, there was one year – there's only been one year, yeah, that I haven't been with my family. And it was when I was with, uh, you know, extended family in London. So, uh, well, me and William were abroad. So that was – shout-out rules. That was some good stuff. Uh, always a great one. So I'm going to go with Thanksgiving. Fourth of July, I don't know. Didn't do much for it this year, obviously, but. I'm going to go Thanksgiving. I think that's a good one. You get football and good shit. So why not? Why not let it fly? Thanksgiving is the, by far the best uh, American holiday. And it's not close for me. I mean, uh, football, family, food, good love. Got to get that turkey leg. There's nothing better for me than a turkey leg, honestly. I think that might be like top tier food group. So Thanksgiving for me goes to the final. We'll take it. All right, Christmas versus Thanksgiving. Christmas versus Thanksgiving, which I'm pretty sure most people kind of expected to happen. And I get the first vote. And I'm actually going to pick Thanksgiving over Christmas. And I know a lot of people really don't like Thanksgiving. Um, Mainly people that don't like spending time with their family. And maybe it's one of those days where the extended family comes in and there's some beef there. I don't, I don't know, but I, and also people don't like Turkey. Like there's those people that have ham on Thanksgiving in replacement of Turkey. I love Turkey. I love all the food that comes with the Turkey, the stuffing. Um, what else do we have? Like cranberry sauce, apple pie for dessert. The cranberry sauce is always good. So obviously uh, mom puts in a lot of work in the kitchen on Thanksgiving. She's always very stressed by the end of the day. So I have to give a big shout out to my mom for always cooking up that fire Thanksgiving food. I wasn't there this year, which absolutely sucked, but I'll be there for Christmas. But I will go with Thanksgiving is my winner, and I'm going to pass it on to Louise. Yeah, Christmas, baby. Christmas all the way, man. That's that's bigger, and like, for, especially for my family, we don't like Thanksgiving doesn't have that much of importance christmas thanksgiving doesn't have much of importance for your family okay yeah, well, well, well like for my mom it really like my mom's not really big into thanksgiving she's like cool it's not it's not a holiday in mexico oh okay that, yeah that is true so it's like i mean it's something it's new i respect uh Luis's take um i'm gonna go with thanksgiving uh i mean i i love christmas too that's that's tough, but I've had 
I think overall I've had better Thanksgivings than Christmases in my life. So I'm going to go with Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, definitely for sure. Thanksgiving, like I said, it's the best American holiday. You can't really, can't really top that. I understand why people don't like it. Maybe like for the reasons you said with the extended family, possible, possible, uh, political confrontations at the, at the dinner table, which, uh, of course can be uncomfortable, but, uh, you know, the combination of food, football, and family, that's the triple F. You can't do anything. You can't really do, uh, do better than that. So Thanksgiving, clear champion for me. Thanksgiving pulls out the dub. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel feel like that's a good decision. Um, I think, I think we got it right. And hopefully this bracket, huh? Decisions were made. Hopefully, hopefully this didn't offend anybody. Uh, because, I mean, I know that's very well possible. But, yeah, uh, we're done with that. I, uh, I, have, I have not selected my prop tonight, but if uh, people want to follow my, uh, my Twitter account, I'm, uh, I'm over 60% right now on all my NFL player prop picks for the season. You can see my posted picks. I uh, write for Final Verdict Sports Blog uh, with a couple of buddies of mine. Um, so it's finalverdictsports.com, I think is what it is. And uh, you can see my tweets that they're uh, at NFL. I uh, post my picks for every Sunday uh, at around noonish at on Saturday. Um, and I tweet all my primetime picks. So for Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and Monday night football, I don't include those in my article, but I tweet them out. So I don't have, have any, I, ha- I don't have my pick for tonight. I'll probably have it around like 7, 7 p.m. Eastern. I kind of like big right now. Big Ben's over under for passing touchdowns is two and a half, and it's plus one forty five. And James Conner just got ruled out. Right. I mean, I, that doesn't really affect it that much, considering how bad their rushing game is. I mean, like, I think it would have been just as effective with him, or just as ineffective with him or Benny Benny Snell. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I usually don't like the touch any of the uh, Pittsburgh receiving props. Of course, I did with Deontay Washington uh, or Deontay Johnson today and got burned. Uh, and definitely don't want to take any Bengals props because they have Ryan Finley going, who probably couldn't uh, – who can probably command an offense just as well as my grandma Harriet. So I don't want to, to rely on him to do anything. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be really tough. I might end up passing – or maybe I'll take a, a receptions prop for somebody. Maybe someone like Tyler Boyd. Uh, I, might, I might hop on his uh, receptions prop. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough matchup. It's a pretty pretty brutal Monday night game. Yeah. It would have been a lot better if Joey Covers was starting a quarterback for the, the Bengals. Yeah, if, if, if Joey Bags was in there, I mean, you got to – that's must-see must football with Joey Bags in there. But – you got you got to uh, take your lumps. It's too bad you can't. Uh, they can flex that out because I think they took out uh, day flexing from. Uh, so you can't like change days for this year. Yeah. Have they ever flexed Monday night games? Have they ever been able to do that? No. Yeah, I think that they've been able to flex out Monday night games before. Yeah, Monday Monday night always has some brutal games toward the end of the season because they always obviously they do the schedule for the season and I guess these matchups look entertaining. Uh, preseason, but we're gonna have to bring Josh back for another episode. Not gonna lie, we won't have to get a full sports episode with Josh. Yeah, we need to do since we didn't, yeah, we definitely need to get Josh back on. Um, 
since we weren't able to get into any really sports talk toward the end. We did a little at the beginning, but kind of the bracket took a while. I honestly talk, took longer than I thought it would, um, only being a 32 holiday bracket, but definitely need to bring Josh back on um, just for a strictly sports podcast, sports betting pod, um, maybe like pre-Super Bowl or something, or like pre-NFL playoffs, because there's always a lot of betting going on around that time of year. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd love to come back on uh, to do a little pl- pl- uh, playoff preview for, for betting and just uh, some, some analysis on how I think things are going to go. So I'd be happy to come back on. Definitely. Well, thanks for joining us today. Luis Armand, Armand, you got anything, any final words here as we, we part for, for the holiday season? Well, everybody, good luck if you're with your families. I mean, for the, for the two people listening at home, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys have a good time with your family. If you're not, I mean, it's a tough time right now, but, you know, hopefully next year things will be closer to normal and we'll all be able to, uh, to actually see each other <laughs> and hang out and, yeah, be back home. But anyways, yeah, take care. We'll see you all for the next episode in a bit. Lou? Cheers boy. Cheers to that. Luis is always so damn quiet. I have to sit there and highlight all of his audio and hit amplify for every single time he's mm-hmm. Luis, you're like speaking into the couch, my guy. I don't know what you're I doing. I said cheers to that, dog. Cheers. Cheers, mates. We'll get on the next episode. Okay. Well, um, Klein, you, you, you already plugged your, uh, the fan sided or what, what is it called? Final verdict. The uh, final final verdict in uh, my Twitter account, which is J C L E I N N F L on Twitter. So, all right, but follow Josh, uh, follow our Instagram, the Critics Corner, follow our Twitter, the Critics Corner Eleven. Um, we'll be dropping the bracket on there. And uh, we'll be interacting with you guys. We'll definitely do be doing a mailbag next podcast. Haven't done one of those in a while. Um, we'll probably be post-holiday season, maybe right around New Year's. Um, we'll see what we want to talk about. I don't know. Maybe get another guest on there. Um, could, do a, could do a movie podcast. But, yeah, we'll wrap there. Um, thank you all for listening today, if you're still listening. Um, sorry if the bracket was maybe a little bit predictable. But, you know, sometimes it just works out that way. Um, yeah. Peace out. We'll catch y'all next time.